Good evening, Governor. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all ages. Today, you have reached the First Amendment Talk Show. Brought to you by the people for the people. Thank you for coming in. I'm your host, Ace D.O.D., and it is a pleasure, nay, it is an honor to be here with you. You can be in a million other places, but you chose to be here with me and all of my colleagues, not to mention our special guest that goes by the name of Vix. Vix, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me again. Round of applause for Vix, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming in. Today, we're going to talk about superpowers. Vix, have you ever sat there and wondered, what would happen if I had a superpower? What would I do? Have you ever sat there and wondered that? Is it like when you're in traffic? When I'm in traffic, when I'm in the shower, when I'm cooking, when I'm reading a book, all the time. So when you're in the shower, what kind of... uh, superpower are you thinking about just having the shampoo off of me right away like just poofing stuff off of you yeah. when you're in the kitchen because you mentioned the kitchen earlier what 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 kind of superpower just pointing to the pan and having the food ready just in seconds <laughs> wow that that would be a good superpower i wouldn't have to go to jack in the box every day three times a day like i do mm-hmm. um make some steak and and beans like I like nothing special I don't I don't need no lobster but that'd be a pretty cool power so if you had a power if you had a choice one power don't get carried away which power would that be mm, maybe just to take care of my kids all the time like being there all the time without being noticed I guess just protecting them, protecting my loved ones. Not just my kids, but my loved ones. Oh, okay. So just doing what you do now, basically? Is that what? Pretty much, but your superpower being, would be? But not physically being there. Like, I, not for them to see me, but I'd still be there. Kind of like, um, like invisible, but I'd still be there protecting them. Like, if something was going to happen to them and I knew that was going to happen or I, or I see it coming then I'd be there to stop it oh kind of like uh, mother's intuition is that what kind of yeah. kind of sort of yeah mm-hmm. like you're, you're, you're sense something wrong and then you're like like spider-man right like you have spidey senses you'd yeah. have like mommy senses and then just what would you do though would you like drive back home I would just appear like I would travel I would not travel but I would teleport to where they would be and then I'd just stop whatever harm was going to happen so is that kind of like teleportation or what it's is it like mother you're being unfair to the rest of the people who are thinking about one um that's pretty cool though. What would you call what would you call your superhero name? What would you what would be your superhero name? Um Vixter. Vixter. Just pretty it, simple. So so are you religious? 
Yeah. So would you be considered like if you're in church, would you be Vixter the sister <laughs> or sister Vixter? That's <laughs> a nice sister. Sister Vixter. So so like when when like let's say if you're Christian, right? I'm I'm just assuming they come up to you and they shake your hand and they say welcome welcome to the uh, what is it the service, Sister Vixter? Right? What kind of uh, crime are you going to fight today? Right? <clears throat> That's pretty cool. So so as far as wardrobe, are you wearing a cape? Are you wearing combat boots, flip flops? What uh, what's it going to be? Just regular clothes. Because I'm invisible, remember? Wait, so if you're invisible, why are you even wearing clothes? Like, what's the point? <laughs> right? Because if you're invisible, I mean, shit. What more, what more, how more comfortable can you be than not wearing anything? Like, just. I'm, I'm not going to fight the, the crime or stop the harm naked. So I have to wear clothes. But you're invisible. Like, what, what, what does that matter? But, but I would see myself. Well, not really, because you're not in third person. You're in first person, remember? Like, most 100% of us humans are. Unless you, obviously, if you look down or you look in the mirror. But even if you look in the mirror, wouldn't you still be invisible? Or how does that work? Like, if you look in the mirror, would you be able to see yourself? Or would you not be able to see yourself? Probably not, but I would still know that I was invisible. You'd still feel yourself naked, right? Yeah. Personally, if I was invisible, I wouldn't wear clothes. Unless it was cold. But then again, I, I mean, if I'm invisible, I don't know how that cold stuff, temperature stuff works. So um, I would maybe carry a jacket around like a, like a, like a, 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 a one of those puffy coat? jackets. Yeah, a trench coat, maybe. So I can like cover up when I'm cold. You know what I just thought? I thought I just thought to myself, maybe that's what um those flashers think the ones that flash people they're mm -hmm. probably on crack and they think they're invisible and that's mm -hmm. why they do it i don't know that was just the thought that came to my head maybe they think they have superpowers maybe but that would what be, would you, that would what would you cool. want your superpower to be i I've, i'm glad you ask i've uh, thought of this every day since the day i was born mm -hmm. um until now yeah that's why we're talking about it right now you know because of we've been thinking about it both of us um but <clears throat> i thought very carefully about this because you know it's a very important topic a topic that everyone should be thinking about um and my superpower would probably be time manipulation because obviously if you stop time if you're smart and you stop time right before you die you you would never die um, let's say, for example, if you go to war, let's not, let's not even go to war. Let's say, for example, if you're in a bar and you're in a bar fight, right? You get super drunk and, um, you get super drunk and you call somebody a name because you're super drunk and, you know, you had a bad day. Um, and they have a bunch of buddies, I don't know, maybe biker buddies or gangster buddies and they're all, they're all in the bar and they come at you, right? How fearless do you think I would be to pretty much tell everyone that, uh, I don't know, their dog is a piece of, you know, poop or their mother's, a, you know, a, uh, a farming tool or whatever the case may be, or, you know, I'm with their girlfriend or whatever, right? 
because they actually want to beat me up. So I start insulting them. How fearless would I be knowing I'm probably not going to die? Instead of me dying, I'm probably going to kick all their asses and they're going to wake up, you know, from the floor, obviously, because they're on the floor. But they're going to wake up, you know, all messed up and they're not going to know what hit them. You know how fun that would be? Like, you can just go around and, you know, pull, like, if you don't like your coworker, you can just go up to them and punch them. Or you can go up to somebody that looks at you funny and pull their pants down and then snap your fingers and you go back in the present and they're like, don't know that they, they, their pants are down, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you're like a dog down on the street that somebody's walking and you're just like, I like that dog and you just take it for a while. You know, you give it back because, you know, taking dogs, that's a crime. That's stealing. But <clears throat> you take it for a while, you pet it, you know, maybe take the fleas off of it if it has fleas, shampoo it bathe it and then you give it back to them you know stuff like that you know the usual stuff that people think about if they thought about you know time manipulating um but yeah yeah as far as uniform I'm, I'm telling you I would probably be naked because if you think about it you know I can stop time and walk around naked anywhere I want like the cops wouldn't stop me and handcuff me while I'm naked because I can stop time so so you would, so you would stop the time you're clothed you're like fully clothed and then you you're gonna stop the time you're gonna have time to get naked while you beat everybody up while you're being naked and then get your clothes back on and then continue the time no no i i I would i would be naked under my trench coat and when I stop time, I take off my I take off my trench coat because obviously I don't want no blood on my trench coat. And I would beat people up naked. <laughs> I would beat people up like with all kinds of limbs that I normally you wouldn't use while getting in fights. I would sit on their face, probably fart a couple times. I don't know. Maybe, you know, smack them with my nose. I don't know. I would have fun with it, you know? Hmm. Um Maybe flick them in the face with my pinky. You know, I would just do things that you normally mo- normally wouldn't be able to do in a fight, regular fight. Sucker punching, obviously, because I'm sucker punching everyone, right? Um, but I don't think I would. I don't think I would really, really hurt people because I'm a nice guy. <clears throat> um, I don't have anybody that I actually hate out there. There's people that I rather not think about, you know. Um, on a daily basis because energy means everything to me and um, it brings your energy down every every time you think about something negative. But I do think that there's people out there that I would want to sit on their face uh, with my naked butt while, you know, stopping time. I'm not going to lie. Um, obviously, I would take showers because that's kind of nasty if you would do that without taking showers. But... Um, you know, tickle them with my beard a little bit. You know, um, I don't know. Uh, put a booger on them. I don't know. There's just a lot of things. The possibilities are endless, you know? The sky's the limit. When you stop time, the sky's the limit. You could do anything. You can, like, build a fort around them. And when they wake up, they're, like, super scared because they think somebody kidnapped them, right? But in reality, they're back at home. You just build a fort around their room. Um, if somebody steals something from me, I can uh, figure out who it was because I can stop time right away, beat them up a little bit, take all their clothes off, throw them in the middle of the freeway, 
and get my car back. Um, maybe I can tie him up, you know, I can maybe tie the, the perpetrator up from the, from his legs and make him hang from like a bridge, a freeway bridge, because I don't want to kill him. I just want to scare him. And, um, you know, obviously if, if that person shits themselves, um, the poop would come like right down their back and it wouldn't be pleasant. I think that would teach him a lesson. Um, obviously they wouldn't get hurt cause they're tied. I know how to tie knots. I know how to tie my shoes. So, you know, it would be pretty, pretty strong knot. Um, but yeah, Vix, that's what I would do. I mean, if I, if I stop time. What would your and, name be? Uh, I think it would be, it would be Awesomeness Maximus. That would be my, my superhero, not hero name. Um, now here's another question I wanted to ask you. So you have powers, you have superpowers, right? You obviously you have an advantage over everyone and anyone in this planet. I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hoping there's no extraterrestrials buried in the Bermuda Triangle somewhere that will kick our asses if we do have superpowers. But let's say, not take that under consideration. Every other human is normal. So you have, um, superpowers or obviously an advantage over everyone else. Are you a villain? Are you a hero? Or are you just... Are you just... Uh, what was your superhero name? I'm sorry. Vixter. Sister Vixter. Vixter. Mm-hmm. So... Who's Vixter as, 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 a, as a superhuman? Not a bad person. Just a protector. So I'm, I'm, I'm just a good one. So you're a hero. You're a superhero. You're not a mm-hmm. villain. There's right. also there's also individuals that really don't like people, but they also, when I say they don't like people, they don't like criminals either. So when criminals are 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 doing bad things, you know, they beat them up, and obviously they'll look like heroes, kind of like the anti-hero, you know. Yeah. I think I'm a nice guy, but I'm nice to the point where if somebody cuts me off, whether they're a good person or not, I'm going to blow their tires up while, or shank their tires while I stop time. I'm not going to lie. That's just me, though. Why? Because I don't like people cutting me off. I don't think anybody does, actually. I don't think anybody likes likes being cut off uh, in the freeway, especially because you're going at 70 miles an hour and like you could have killed me, right? But um, whether it's a good person or not, I'd probably just, you know, slash the, their tires a little bit. Maybe take the the core out and just let their tires go go dead. Maybe have fun and take out the gasoline. I don't know. But what if I would be the anti-hero? The what was that? What if there was kids in the in that car? It's not um, I take the kids out of the car, mm. and um, I put them in the uh. The closest exit um, near the 7-Eleven. Um, you know, maybe get them like a couple of snacks so they can be entertained for a while. You know, you give kids snacks and they're not going to complain. They're fine. You get them like a little pizza, one of the little pizzas from A&PM. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take them to A&PM because they got a lot of good stuff at A&PM. I'll get them like a, like a uh, uh, what are those things called? A croissant, breakfast croissant. One for each. Maybe get them a happy meal. They'll be fine. But if I the mom and the dad happy meals nails, at yeah, I know. But there's McDonald's everywhere, so I'm pretty sure 
there's a McDonald's in the exit that I'm going to put the kids in. Pretty sure. If not in the corner or somewhere. Either that or a Starbucks. Or an A&PM. <laughs> but, um, obviously, if it's like a like a teenage girl or a teenage boy, I'd get them, like, you know, the new iPhone, right? So they can be entertained for a while until their mom's over there throwing a fit because she just lost her kids. And she had to pull over because her tires were slit. I'd leave her a little note, though. I'd tell her, you know, I'd tell her, um, like, a little hint, you know, like, AMPM, too much good stuff. And then just tell her where to exit. And then she'd just go to the AMPM, and there's her kids. Or the obvious, hey, mom, we're at AMPM. We're fine. Would you she wouldn't work it too much. Why they had their tires slashed? Um, yes, I would leave another note saying, next time you cut me off, and then a bunch of cuss words, a bunch of cuss words, I'm talking about a paragraph, cuss words. Um, this is going to happen to you again. And every time you cut me off afterwards, your kids will be further and further away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to walk further. And I know how much you don't like walking in heels, lady. Too. Or I was also thinking maybe leave them a third note saying, next time you do this, um, I'm going to have to go to your house for dinner and, you know, maybe put the address on there. They won't know I looked at their at their license, at their ID, but, you know. I mean, it's not a threat, right? I'm just going to go for dinner. Right. That's it. Just to eat some, some goodies. What if they don't but, know how to cook? Oh, they better. If not, I'm going to leave a fourth note. <laughs> and they don't want the fourth note. They do not want the fourth note. But, um, but yeah, Vicks, I think uh, being an anti-hero, I think that's, uh, that would be the life for me. I would, I would definitely sleep a lot. I would sleep a lot like I do now. And, uh, yeah, I actually sleep. I sleep so much that I'm actually... I do these shows, these episodes while I'm sleeping. Um, I'm actually half asleep right now. I'm not going to lie. Um, but um, I'm, you, I, I've, I've gotten the, the hang of sleeping and doing stuff. I talk, I walk, you know? I do all the normal stuff normal awake people do. But yeah, I, I sleep. I, I, I love sleeping. Sleeping is like my number one thing to do. A lot of people ask me, when do you sleep? And I'm, I tell them I'm sleeping right now. You just don't know it. Like, you, you don't know it, you know? That's and they call awesome. me weird. But I've gotten, I've gotten the hang of this uh, sleeping pattern. But anyway, all jokes aside. So <clears throat> not back to the serious stuff. So yeah, I, they don't want the fourth note. They want the third note. Um, and um, yeah, that's what I would do. Um, that's what I would do, Vixter. I would uh, leave him a third note. So, as far as superpowers, you know, that's pretty much what the superpowers I would have. I know you mentioned earlier that you, um, you've you as aspired your whole life to be a pro wrestler. <laughs> right? So, uh, so you can, uh, you know, meet your idol. I think you said Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin, if you're out there, come on into the show. There's a fan here that wants to meet you. Vixter, tell us a little bit about uh, what type of wrestler you would be. What type of wrestler I would be? I'd be a badass wrestler. A badass? Like, like what do you mean? Like, Stone Cold? Because he was a badass. He was probably the, yeah. the biggest badass ever. 
as far as badasses in wrestling? I'd be like a little badass. Cause I'm tired. So so you you would be like like a little stoke cold Steve Austin, is that what you're saying? A female version of that, yeah. I would try. Because yeah. nobody can be like him. He's he's just so well, I mean, awesome. if you have superpowers, you would be twice, maybe even ten times better than him. You know? So just imagine that. You have the super abilities that can make you, fl- maybe not fly, but a little more realistic. Uh, you know, you never get tired, right? You never get your, your head busted open by a, by a chair. So do you form alliances? Do you have enemies? How, how's your story? Yeah, just like any other wrestler. A lot of enemies. Because you, you're like out in the field all by yourself. You gotta fight everybody, anyone. There's no friends. Now, by field, do you mean ring? Yeah. <laughs> okay, because I was starting to picture like, you know, watermelon and cotton fields, and all kinds of cornfields and children of the corn type of stuff. Uh, that's a whole other topic, though. Uh, right now, we're let's talk about the ring. So, inside of the ring, do you have? Are you like a tag team champion? Are you an uh, intercontinental champion? Are you? Do you? Do you ally with Sting, or do you beat up Sting? Do you take his bat and his trench coat? What do you do? I'd be friends with Sting. I'd be friends with them. We would not be like best friends, but I'd be friends with them. And if you wanted to be like a, in a tag team. I would so do it. Just okay. Him, nobody else. Maybe maybe mankind too. Wait, wait a minute. What about Stone Cold? What if you wanted no. to be in a Well oh yeah. Of course he would be like my number one. But I I'm saying like there's no question about that one. But I would choose Sting and another one would be Mankind because just Mankind is crazy. He's down to do anything. Or he was down to do anything in wrestling. Would you agree that Mankind is possibly the most hardcore mofo ever yes. in WWF mm-hmm. and WWE? Yes. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure like ECW has more hardcore people, right? Or am I wrong? Mm, ECW and... Yeah, it's ECW. Because that, that one was more like hardcore. But I think Mankind tops all of them mankind yeah he was actually one of my favorite wrestlers i felt so bad when i when i would see him and he, he'd get really hurt you know mm-hmm. and he was, was always like yeah he was always happy and smiling and you know i remember there was a documentary one time of uh, mankind and uh his life and um you know they, they showed his wife talking about how worried she was she was crying and how worried she she always was um, in every match because she thought, you know, um, what was his real name? Um, Foley? Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley, there you go. Um, you know, Mick wouldn't, uh, wouldn't come back. And, you know, my condolences to all the, uh, the wrestlers, families who, who have died out there. Um, Owen Hart was actually one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, Bret Hart obviously topped it, but Owen Hart, when he died, it was, it was nuts. I know Eddie Guerrero died too. Yeah, I was actually watching the show, but when I was watching it, they cut that out of the show. They cut that out of the episode. So 
there everyone surrounded I, I believe it was a long time ago but i believe everyone surrounded the ring but they didn't show him like the one i was watching i'm not sure if it was like pre-recorded or not i don't remember but they didn't show him falling and dying um so the first pay-per-view it, they did show everything he was coming down and then he flipped and he went down he fell on his back and hit his head his head bounced and on the second pay-per-view they cut that off um i think the one that i saw was uh maybe a rerun um i don't remember exactly what it was but they didn't show it um i remember when they came back from commercials um there was just a bunch of people around the ring yeah and um yeah they announced that that he had um there was an accident owen hart was in it wasn't an accident and then he died the one that really um caught people off guard was the chris benoit one though a lot he was a lot of people's hero and it turned out that um i don't want to say he was a villain because what he did was evil but i think he was more of a coward than a villain i think there's a difference between cowards and villains villains are born to do bad things and cowards do bad things because they're afraid of life um we all know how life is right vixter we all know that life is going to throw a bunch of crap at us and people die people live your friends they pass away your family members you're close close um um humans that you keep close but it's life you know you shouldn't have to take somebody else's life because you don't want to live anymore um that one kind of what was that especially a kid oh yeah yeah no that's probably one of the most cowardly things a person can do whether you're a man or a woman any color any shape when you go against when you go and do that to kids that's the most cowardly thing you can ever do um i had that debate with somebody a while back and they said you know what about animals we're not animals you know so if you compare anybody that's human to an animal you're already you're already wrong i know some of us humans can be very hard to get along with but you got to remember humans make the world go round not animals animals are here to help us make the world go round but i think uh, if you're religious you would say god god makes the world go round if you're in the scientific community you would say that nature makes the world go go round or itself go round which is fair but besides those two ideas people like you and i vixture and all the all the fine folks out there listening we make the world go round the middle class makes the world go round a lot because we 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 make the economy run as fluently and efficiently as possible and we live we 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 live to do that and we also leave the 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 planning to the the higher ups that's why we 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 bring in presidents right so they can support our our work to make the economy run i agree so for all you folks out there who are afraid of the government who are afraid of cancel culture afraid of you know these uh bad cops these bad people out there uh don't be because they're all here to support the worker whether you you know work at amazon or or amazon warehouse ross warehouse walmart warehouse any warehouse out there the backbone of every single company are the packers are the pickers are the loaders the offloaders all these people who are entry level are the backbone just like us middle class folk we are the backbone of the economy the higher ups are there to support the middlemen 
so the middlemen can create a better tomorrow. The bottom line is we must all work together. So with all seriousness aside, Bigster, you have Stone Cold Steve Austin, you have Mick Foley or Mankind with Sako, and you have Sting, my favorite, my personally my favorite wrestler of all time. You can call me a joke for saying that. I don't care. He is my favorite, especially when he flew down like a damn crow from the top of the damn building with his bat. That was epic. I don't think anybody else could do that. But you have these 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 three young men in their prime and the NWO is coming after you. What do you call your pack? With those three by my side with, and I'm wrestling with them? Right. Oh, man. That's a good one. Mm. Not sure, because not sure. B B M F. B a math. Mhm. B a math, like like math class. B M F. B M F. Bad motherfuckers. Oh. Oh my God! I hope there's no children listening out there to this <laughs> hot mess. B. A mother effer. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the most epic squad I've ever heard. You got to keep this in mind, though, uh, Bigster. I think a lot of kids would be watching the WWE or WWF if it was back in the day. Would you still be called the BMF? Absolutely. Wow. That is Stone Cold, ladies and gentlemen. No, that is Vixter, ladies and gentlemen. What is your wrestler name, Vixter? Vixter. Sister no, Vixter? Demo- Demo- Demolition Chick. Demolition Chick. What about Vix Digger or Vix the Great One? Not the Great One because that is kind of like The Rock. Because I don't know if you remember. It was like The Great One. But Vix Digger sounds pretty cool. Vix um, Digger? Mm-hmm. Wasn't, wasn't he the People's Champ or something like that? He went, he went with a lot of names. Yeah. The People's Champ. Um... The Great One, The Rock, The Pebble. He was part of he was part of a Nation of Domination. All of so here's the go ahead. Here's a serious question for since we're in that topic for 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 Vixter and for all you folks out there. Um, if you guys want to tell us uh, what you're thinking, want to give us an answer, please visit us. We are on eight podcast uh, platforms. We are on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Public, CastBox, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music, and Google Podcast. We're also on Facebook, First Amendment Talk Show at Facebook, or ACDOD, my personal uh, profile. Or you can leave us a little message, nice little message, at No Limit Minds with a Z, No Limit Minds with a Z at Google.com. Vixter, the question of the day Who would win? In a street fight, The Rock, John Cena, or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Stone Cold. In a street fight. Stone Cold. Stone if Cold. It, if, it, if it involves Stone Cold, I'm always gonna tell you Stone Cold. Okay, Stone Cold aside, who would win in a fight, John Cena or The Rock? I. 
really don't know how John Cena fights. But I don't like The Rock, but I'm going to have to go with The Rock. The Rock? Because he, he is a good wrestler. Or he was a good wrestler. And all his his uh, promos were really, really good. He was I a really good salesperson, too. He sold the yeah. hell out of his tickets. Mm-hmm. But I really don't know how the how John Cena fights or fought. To be I don't honest, know if he's still around. To be honest with you, I think other than um, Hollywood Hogan and um, uh, what's his name? I forgot what the other guy's name was. Um, there's Hollywood Hogan. There's Stone Cold because he sold his tickets a lot because of him. Because of Stone Cold, the 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 WWE actually. I don't know if you knew this, but there's a documentary that said that the WWE was going broke until Stone Cold came to to be. Um, until he came into the WWF, I think it was back in the day when he was in there when he first started, um, and from then on it became the the generation of attitude or the era of attitude, and that's when um, the whole attitude started. started. Yeah, it all started because of the whole match with um, Jake the Snake Roberts and Stone Cold said the famous phrase of Austin three sixteen. And that's the Bible, when they started, Bible, right? Yeah, and that's when they started making the shirts with Austin three sixteen, and that's how they started making money because everybody was buying them. Right. Um. What, what? I remember you were telling me a story about um, how he got his name. Yeah. How was it again? They made him choose. They they gave him a list. One of them was Dr. I don't know. I had to do something with Dr. And he was having a hard time picking a name. And he was reading the list. And he was sitting down. And his wife at that time, she was also a wrestler from the UK, Lady Blossom. She told him, hurry up and drink your tea before it gets stone cold. So he just looked at her and said, like, that's my name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So that's how he that's how he got his name, Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's pretty interesting. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. Um he was a he was a great wrestler, I'm not gonna lie. He was actually my top five. Um right after Sting, The Undertaker, Rey Mysterio, um Bret Hart, and um I believe it was him after yeah. He was your fifth favorite? He was my fourth. It was it's after Sting, uh Rey Mysterio's number two, Undertaker's number three, Bret Hart's number four, and um Stone Cold. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's, that's true. Number five. Sorry, I lost he count. Should be your num- he should be your number one. He is not my number one. Um Sting is my number one. Always will be, as a matter of fact. Sting Sting was just epic. Everything from his wrestling to his face paint, the trench coat just alone just made me want to watch WCW. To be honest with you, I, I haven't been a wrestling fan my whole life. And even when I was watching WCW and WWF back in the day, when it was WWF, I knew that it was fake. I mean, not everything is fake, but I knew that there was a lot of acting in it. Um, but even then, like, 
the show that they would put on in WCW, especially when the Wolfpack came in and battled against NWO. That was that was to me the most epic um, epic time of wrestling that I've ever that I've ever experienced. That was my favorite time when it came to wrestling. And I was a kid back then, so I would, you know, I had little nephews and um, little um, uh, smaller kids when I was a, a, a kid myself that would come over and I'd kind of suplex them on the bed and we'd have fun, you know, pile drivers and stuff. And they'd always come up to me and be like, do that again, do that again. So I'd, I'd pile drive them, well, not pile drive them, but uh, power bomb them again on the bed. Obviously, I wouldn't hurt them, but, you know, it was fun. It was fun times. Um, yeah, I never really hurt anybody because uh, they were my family, most of them. And, uh, yeah, I would I would have gotten beat if I hurt any of them. But, have you um, been suplexed? I have. I, I got suplexed by one of my, my buddies when I was in um, in Orange County. Um, and he su- I remember the story specifically. He, he suplexed me onto the bed. And my other buddy wanted him to suplex him. But uh, when he tried to suplex him, this dumbass tried to like get out of the suplex. So he suplexed him right onto the um, the edge of the bed and he broke his head open. And I remember my buddy was telling us like, I, can't, I, I feel cold. I can't I can't see straight. And I mean, I was laughing because I mean, he didn't crack his head open, but he he cracked his head and he had a little bit of blood because the edge of the bed kind of scratched his head and he saw the, the little bit of blood. My other friend told me told him that he was bleeding, so he thought he was gonna die. But um, I, I played along with it. And I told him he was gonna die, so I made it worse. Even though I and you know I was kind of laughing in the background, like this guy's stupid. Like, he's not gonna die. But we had fun. You know, we had fun. I'm actually thankful that I stayed still um, because I went into the bed, and the other guy tried to get out like a like an idiot. So. The, my friend that that picked him up lost his grip because the other guy was wiggling and, and he just threw him onto the edge of the bed and the edge of the bed um it's 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 what it is it's the edge of the bed and it's made out of wood so he kind of he kind of you know he didn't crack his head open but he hit his head and he was bleeding a little bit and uh yeah he was dying according to him he, he's alive though you know um He's alive, so just to let you all know, um, spoiler, he's still alive. Um, but yeah, I, I have gone suplex. I actually had a pool back in the day. I, we would play wrestle there. We know you, we throw each other into the pool, like suplexing and stuff. And we even pile drived each other into the water. Um, and there was a lot of moves. My move, my my special move that I would always do on people was the um was sting's move the one where you put your legs between it's called i think it's called the um you put your legs between the other person's legs and then you tie them on your leg and then you flip them and you sit on them on their back it's called the sharpshooter is it the sharpshooter is is the sharpshooter the one where you like goldberg the one where you run into the person no no that's the the one the one that uh, Bret Hart used to use. Yeah, the sharpshooter, because I know Sting used it too. Um, That was my signature move. And now that I'm thinking about it, I think it's because Sting used it and Bret Hart used it. So two out of the five um, 
guys that are my favorite wrestlers of all time used it. I pretended to be a Macho Man Randy Savage sometimes too. I'm not gonna lie, he's one of my favorites. Um, you know, I was I was kind of tiny when I was in elementary, but you know, I like put on a fake beard and be like, "Oh yeah, let's wrestle, brother." <laughs> and then I just you know go off with my little my little self trying to sharpshoot people and do whatever it took to win that title. And uh, you know. It was good times, Vix. It was Vixter. It was good times. Would you prefer the WCW over the WWE? No. 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 You like? I never characters. really watched. What? What's that? You like the characters from WWF better or WWE? Yeah, because I really never watched uh, WCW. I knew some of them, but I never really watched it. Okay. I know but WCW with, was. Go ahead. But with WWF, I would watch Raw, SmackDown, and then the pay-per-views. Um, and then if any other wrestler would come over to WWF when it was WWF, then I would get to know their character. But if they were in WCW, it was rare for me to watch an episode or a, a, a show. But I would, I would watch them like from time to time. Okay. Yeah, WCW. I don't think it lasted very long. Was it a few years, right? Like yeah. 10, 20 years? Eric Bischoff sold it to McMahon. And then I think Shane, Vince's um, son, bought it off of Vince. So I think he's the owner. I'm not sure if it's still around. I don't watch it anymore. Because when Stone Cold left, I stopped watching wrestling. Oh, okay. So was he the the only reason you'd watch it? Yeah. So you're not a you're more of a you're more of a Stone Cold fan than a wrestling fan. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, hey, whatever floats, whatever makes you watch uh, wrestling, whatever floats your boat, as long as you watch it, I guess uh, that's a good thing, right? See, I mean, I don't have my kids' names tatted on me, but I do have the Stone Cold logo on wow. me. That's what I like to call a super fan. <laughs> so you are a Stone Cold super fan. Um, now I do like Sting, but I wouldn't tattoo his back on my back because that would look weird. And I am straight, and that would look kind of not straight. Tattooing a big bat on your back, ladies and gentlemen, that would look weird. But yeah, I don't tattoo. You know my favorite wrestlers, so I'm not a super fan like Vixter. Vixter, you are a super fan. So again, if Stone Cold's out there, uh, sober or drunk, we do have a super fan here for you. To come and take a picture with, say hello. I, I messaged he? him. Yeah, I messaged him before I got the tat, and he said, "Don't do it." And then when I got it, I sent him the picture, and he said, "Vicky, I told you not to do it, but whatever you wanted to do, it's up to you. I can't tell you what to do, but you got it." And you got it. Mm-hmm. Perfect. So you love the guy, but you don't listen to him. <laughs> I don't love him. Right now, like, see, I, I stopped buying his merchandise. Not because I'm not a fan, but I need to slow it down. I have I have priorities now. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. 
that's uh that's that's a super fan for you sometimes super fans do have priorities like children and you know bills and stuff so um you know whatever 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 you need to do to survive out there i'd say you could still be a super fan but whatever you need to do to survive out there vixture um i'm proud of you for uh for slowing it down a little bit <laughs> and not buying so much junk i mean so much uh i'm sorry so much um uh stone cold paraphernalia and stuff thank you because if you, you know if you, were you do need a house my room yeah if you were to come into my room then you would be like where did you get all this stuff and it's weird stuff and it has to do with stone cold but i stopped buying all that so i haven't bought anything maybe like in three months so i've been good wow you've been sober for three months huh? yeah so i don't think i'm gonna buy anymore so so let me ask you this did you need any like um rehabilitation classes to (laughs) go sober or how does that work no because it sounds like i mean when you said you have his tattoo and you don't have your kids tattoos it's like um i've been there i've been there i've actually been in rehab when i've had you know problems uh well i don't want to say problems because yours isn't a problem right it's a solution um but when i was really into something i i i seeked help so did you need to go to like rehab for for all that not Not at at all so it just came naturally like you just one day you looked at your bills and you're like shit i gotta pay these bills i gotta stop buying cold bobbleheads no it wasn't that it was something that was bigger than that so okay well whatever it may be fixture i am happy for you i'm proud of you that you did kind of slow that uh addiction down um now if stone cold is your 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 favorite character your inspiration your motivation what have you um that's all good you know you uh keep it in your head keep it in your mind in your heart but i am proud of you are proud of you for pre-organizing your your tasks in life um I know when I was younger, you know, I would watch Sting all the time. And um, like I said, I wasn't a super fan, though, because I was I was into basketball. I was into football. I was into wrestling. I was into a lot of things, video games. Uh, you know, I used to reconstruct my own bikes when I was young. I would get like bikes that people would throw away, like frames and tires and stuff. And I would just take them home and, and just rebuild bikes. And I had a bunch of bikes in the garage, some that worked, others that didn't. Um, but, you know, I was always a fan of Sting. I think that's why, like, I love trench coats and uh, and crows. Because he kind of looked like the dude from, from Crow, from the Crow movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. You know, the things you experience in life, whether it's wrestling, whether it's thinking about superpowers, whether whether it's thinking about, you know, the little things that make you happy. Like for for you, all you folks out there in Vixter, if you ever think about something that people think is very stupid but it makes you smile, don't let go of it. Don't let go of it. I've always said in my in my episodes that you know life, society, tries to make you who they want you to be, um, whether you're that person or not. So, whoever you want to be in life, just be happy. Don't let society or Instagram or anything like that, you know, try to take the essence or your character of who you are because you're unique you're one of a kind so mixture if you if you get a million stone cold tattoos all over your face and 
uh, your insides, your outsides, what have you. You know, people people that still love you after that, they really love you for who you are. I'm hoping you don't get, you know, tattooed to the point where people won't recognize you. But uh, even if you do, people that know you personally will love you for who you are. So with that being said, Vixter, we don't have a lot of time left on the show. So let the folks out there know what wrestling is all about what it meant to you it was my happy place like if I was having a bad day at school I would just go and watch TV put it on wrestling or well back then we didn't have YouTube when I was growing up we didn't have YouTube um, but I would buy the magazines I would spend all my money on that that's what I would ask for like we would go to Target we would go to Walmart and I wouldn't ask for toys. I would be asking my parents for magazines. And I would get one every month or every week. or I don't remember how it, how it was. And then I would get the subscriptions. I would get the, like the pay-per-view uh, VHS. That was my happy stuff. And then Stone Cold left when it was like 2000-something. I think I was out of high school already. And then I stopped watching it. So I started buying more stuff. Um, but yeah, wrestling was like my my happy go-to place. For the next episode, I'm kind of hoping to uh, continue from this episode, branch out from this episode with uh, Vixters if she if Vixter would, if she'd like to come back and and chat and we can talk about um, the dark places in people's lives and what can what can bring us out of there those holes and what have brought what has brought us out of those holes uh maybe some things that some tips that we can give all of you out there um when it comes to when it comes to uh enforcing the things in your life or regulating the things in your life and overcoming um something that we like to call depression which it has nothing to do with being sad or being angry or not being happy. It's actually a hole that feels like it's in your soul. It never really goes away. Depression is a very tough thing to talk about. Anxiety is another one. We all have issues in this uh, life, ladies and gentlemen. Um, even if you look at people's Instagram pages and Facebook pages and the cute little pictures with filters that they put on their Instagram and, and social media sites, that make them look like they're smiling and happy all the time. That is not necessarily true. A picture is basically a Snapchat, a millisecond of your life. And it does not involve your whole life. It has nothing to do with what you're going through. Please believe me when I say that we're all going through something. And as long as we stand together, as long as we we want to help each other out, the end doesn't matter. It's the journey. Because at the end of the day, the end will always be okay, as long as we have each other. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to say goodnight. Um, Always remember this, with love and respect, you will always, always have a good day. I promise you, because it does go a long way. A smile goes a long way. When everyone is angry and you smile, you are their inspiration. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, Everyone out there be safe and God bless.